0: Today's episode is brought to you by penis shirts, not tiny shirts for penises, regular size shirts for human torsos that make funny jokes about penises. All right, let's turn it up. Oh, wait, don't turn it up. I try to keep it all at the same volume, so turning it up would just make it too loud. But you probably understood the intent and don't actually turn it up when I say that. You know what? Let's turn it up. Florida border up to Nashville, Tennessee. This is Skinner Reconsidered, the podcast where Y is always a vowel. How's everyone doing out there? I can't hear you. Party people. How you feeling? How you feeling, party people? I feel fine. What's new with me? I've I've been watching a lot of TV lately. I like TV. Uh, About 15 years later than everyone else, My wife and I have gotten into these Gordon Ramsay shows. You know him, the famous chef. He has a million shows, and they're all basically the same. Just him yelling at people about food. But he's so good at it. And that's what we all want, right? Just to be able to yell and be right all the time. The weirdest Gordon Ramsay show is called Hotel Hell. And it was (laughs) short-lived. I don't know what he knows about hotels but it's just like the kitchen nightmare show where he goes into a failing business and turns it around by being very mean and funny but here's the catch with this show if you watch it on hulu at least like i did it is uncensored so you get to hear him yell fuck without all the bleeps but stranger still i swear to god in the middle of every episode For no reason at all, he says, I'm going to try out the shower at this hotel. I'm going to, I'm going to (laughs) skip, I'm going to skip to the wash, wash up room. I'm going to wash me belly. I'm going to, I'm going to skip up to the washroom. I'm going to have a jolly scrub on on me belly skip up. Okay. All right, I don't do accents, but so in the middle of every episode, for no reason, he says, I'm going to take a bath or a shower. And then he takes all his clothes off, and you see his bare ass. 50 year old Gordon Ramsay. And it never has anything to do with the plot or the story arc. Just here's some old man ass. Have a gander, won't you? Every single episode, I swear. I know I was hooked. See, what else is going on? it uh, been busy. I know this always takes me a while, but maybe it's more fun this way. Maybe not knowing when you'll get another episode makes it more special. I've had some visitors. My dad and my uncle came to town. We went to see Little Feet at the Ryman, and it was great. I know you could say that Little Feet, most of them are dead, similar to how I complain about Skinner. You could call it a tribute act, but... You have more of the original members, and they've made great choices with the musicians they've brought in. You can't replace Lowell George. You can't replace Richie Hayward. But it's a great band, and they play these great songs, and it's a lot of fun. But enough non skinnered content. In the last bonus episode, I talked with Rye from Sabbath Bloody Podcast about the Muscle Shoals recordings. These were Skinner's first ever recordings back in 1971 and 72, and they weren't released until 1978 after the plane crash. And the timing here is perfect for us because the song for the day, released on Street Survivors, is taken from those same Muscle Shoals sessions. Believe it or not, why would I lie to you? I bet you thought we were done with Ed King on this podcast. Boy, were you wrong. Embarrassing. Because it turns out that in 1975, Ed King went into the studio with Jimmy Johnson and overdubbed guitar parts on the Muscle Shoals recordings. Most say this was done shortly after he quit the band, which seems counterintuitive, but I actually think it's true from what I've read. It might have been right before he left the band. Regardless of when exactly, why did Ed King record over these old Skinner recordings? What was the plan? I don't think we know (laughs) Freebirds. I certainly don't know. Sorry, I set that up like it was going somewhere, and, and then it sucked. The song for the day is called One More Time. It was written by Ronnie Van Zant and Gary Rossington. And Skinner basically just dusted it off and put it on this record. If you wanted to hear Ricky Medlock on the drums, here's your chance. He also sang backing vocals. As we talked about on the Coming Home episode, Ricky Medlock, the great guitar player who started the band Blackfoot and is still playing guitar with Skinner today, began as the drummer for Skinner, but was gone before the debut album, Pronounced, was recorded and released. Of course, we got Ronnie on the vocals and Alan Collins and Gary Rossington on the guitar. No Steve Gaines on this one. Some think it's Larry Junstrom on the bass, Skinner's original bass player before the first record, but I'm pretty sure it's Greg T. Walker, based on my research. And no, I don't know much about him either. Maybe it's cool that these old records still have some mystery. We don't have to know everything about everything, right? But I think the lineup here is Ronnie Van Zant, Gary Rossington, Alan Collins, Billy Powell, b Powell), Ed King ricky medlock and greg walker so that's a unique lineup right maybe the only Skinner song where you have that group together but enough of this nerd shit let's listen to some rock and roll My understanding is the Ed King overdubs are the intro lead guitar swells. Could be wrong, but I don't think so. song a lot the lyrics are pretty simple it's another song about a woman who's done you wrong in this case ronnie is playing the fool so many skinner songs where ronnie uses the word fool Ronnie calls this woman a liar It is kind of funny that there's so many rock songs With the same theme Let's face it, I love Leonard Skinner I love Ronnie But they probably weren't the best boyfriends and husbands But there's always some damn woman who isn't treating them right Let's get back into it I like Ricky Medlock going to the bell of the ride symbol here My favorite thing about this entire song, I love how Ronnie drops out on the last part of these lines, unless the background singers finish. You've heard it twice, you'll hear it again. This is the kind of thing that separates Skinner from the pack. These little moments that you might not clearly recognize or think about or be able to express, but it feels right, and it makes the band and the song unique. They're a pretty straight-ahead rock band, but they have these little moments that are just different enough and add so much to the song
1: if I'm a
0: Finally, get a guitar solo about two and a half minutes in, and it's a good one. to say when i listened to this song preparing for this episode recently i heard the solo i thought that sounds like a gary rossington guitar solo to me because it's melodic and it's not busy and i I looked it up did some research guess what guys it is gary rossington playing that solo so maybe i've learned something maybe you have too say I don't know the first fucking thing about Greg Walker but if that is him on the bass sounds great it's prominent in the mix and I'm loving it
1: (laughs) free ride So tonight
0: How about that ending? That dueling guitar solo at the end was great and was only starting to rev up when it faded out. Remember, this was very early Skinnered, so I guess they weren't confident enough yet to unleash a nine-minute song with an incredibly long guitar solo. And I've often wondered what was going through their minds here. So I wrote a one-act play to get it out of my system. Here it goes. Ed King, we are jamming, man. Alan Collins, you got it, brother. Ronnie Van Zant, I already put that woman in her place. Why are we still going? Alan, because sweet guitar. Ronnie, hey, that's my line. I'm going to say that on a song later on. Ed. I'm from California, so everyone hates me, but I think a longer solo can work here. Ronnie. Oh, yeah? How many number one hits you written? Ed. One so far. Incense and peppermints. When I was with Strawberry Alarm Clock. How about you? Ronnie. Boy, tell your boots to get ready to walk on. Alan. Hey, hey, it's cool, guys. I've got a perfect long solo we can try on another song. It will make us all legends. Ronnie and Ed, in unison. Really? What's the name of the song? Alan. Wind, suddenly blowing through his hair. The name of the song is... Free Horse. Ronnie. We gotta work on that title soon. End scene. That felt great. Thanks for letting me share that today. I've always wanted to be a playwright. And I don't think we can all see the potential here. And look, I don't know if you like that or not, but I'm way into historical fiction. And I did a ton of research to make sure this piece was as factually correct as it could be. I told you I don't do accents. I like this song a lot. It's smooth, has a nice momentum. The lyrics are all you need here. Simple song about a woman you can't trust, but you still love her and want her. It reminds me somewhat of the last song we discussed on this podcast, also cut at Muscle Shoals, called Coming Home. Great vocals. Again, we're right in Ronnie's range. But comparatively, what One More Time lacks is the dynamics. Coming Home builds to that chorus that just explodes. One More Time is nice, but doesn't have quite the same pull for me. So maybe that's why I love it, but it's not in my top 10 or even 20 Skynyrd songs. I'm going to go ahead and rate it. No Time Like the Present. One More Time is my favorite song so far in this album, So on a scale of 1 to 5 Skinnerds, I give, one more time, 4.1 Skinnerds. Very good song. Lest we forget, our sponsor today is Penis Shirts. Do you want to wear a t-shirt with a big penis on it that says things like Big Catch or Heavy Load or Look at This Big Funny Penis? Then head on over to It's Kind of Like Those Big Johnson Shirts from a Long Time Ago.com. And don't worry, ladies, we didn't forget about you. I know some of y'all have huge vaginas. Visit Huge Vaginas on a to wear it loud and proud. You go, girl. Um. Guys, I don't write these ads. I just take what I can get because I don't have time to sort it all out. I've got no producer here. We used to have producers to do this kind of thing, but one was murdered and the other one committed the murder and, well, you remember. So I apologize if that offended anyone, truly. I've always been amazed that Skinner came out with such an amazing debut record where every song works, and they stacked up hit after hit. And the more I'm learning, the more I'm impressed. Before they recorded Pronounced, they recorded so many amazing songs. Five of them landed on the debut, Pronounced. This one ended up on Street Survivors. The rest were never released before the plane crash. And there's a lot of great stuff in there. This was one of the most prolific periods of any rock band at least when it comes to quality and material. So here's my advice to you. If you want to do something artistic or creative, collaborate with a few of your friends and hold yourself up in a dinghy shack next to a swamp. The alligators will keep you from going outside. There should be no air conditioning. You can call it the Hell House if you want, but that part is up to you. Before we go... I have to mention that we have shirts for sale, Skinnered Reconsidered Podcast shirts for sale. I've sold over half of them so far. So get it now, while the getting's good, pretty sure I have at least one of every size left and more than that of most sizes. And people are liking them. They're soft and pretty, just like me. They feature the new amazing logo by J.D. Wilkes of the legendary Shack Shakers, a band I love. And this guy's legit. He was handpicked by Robert Plant to open some shows because old Bobby is a big fan. I always call Robert Plant Bobby. Punk rock legend Jello Biafra, however you say that, of the Dead Kennedys called him, quote, the last great rock and roll frontman. End quote. And I can't disagree. He's an amazing frontman, harmonica player, songwriter, singer, artist. Oh, and here's what he sounds like.
1: Oh,
0: If you hate all that, it's just a cool logo. I'm still trying to get it to show up on Apple Podcasts, which apparently is harder than that old tilapia I saw on an uh, on episode of Kitchen Nightmares. With, well, you should have heard Gordon can't sell old fish. It is on some of the other podcast formats, the logo, and you can always check it out on my Instagram or my Twitter. If you want a shirt, it's $29, all in, tax included, contact me on Twitter or Instagram or send an email to skinnerdreconsidered at gmail.com. It's easy. I'll take it from there. I also want to say hello and thank you to the great Chris Naren from the Top 1000 Radio Podcast for a few reasons. One is that he's a funny, cool dude. Another is that he has a great podcast with a ridiculous premise that he makes work. So I can relate to that. Check out Top One Thousand Radio Podcast. And finally, he was kind enough, Chris, to not only buy a shirt for himself, but to buy an extra one for me to give away, which I did on Twitter. Tweeted out, first person to respond gets a free shirt from Chris Naren. Someone responded right away, and they were very appreciative. So it was cool. Thank you so much, Chris. Oh, also, leave me a five-star review. It's easy. It's free. It actually helps. I think I have another bonus episode up for you next with a fun guest that you're going to love. And then we will get into the next song on Street Survivors, which is called I Know A Little. Until then... I must be traveling on.